Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right, this is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 414, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. You got the TV volume on. What's going uh, on? Let me turn that part? down. I'm sorry, parts. This is unprofessional. I just uh, I just logged on to Facebook, and uh, Eddie Mangello's live. Oh, is he? Doing the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser oh, Q&A right now. Oh, the Q&A. He's the big Star Wars fan now, ever since Disney bought him, right? Yeah, yeah, he's huge. He was like a big Spider-Man guy, too. He had like a Spider-Man chair in his studio. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if Disney owns Spider-Man or not. I don't think they do. Ed, anyway, how you do, how you doing today, Parts? This is Ed. I'm doing well. How do you I think I'm you doing? It's snowing up there. today. What's nice that? to be yeah. back. Uh, I'll say no, because it makes you happy if I'm miserable. It wasn't bad. I didn't mind. It was nice to see the family. I wish it was the same weather as down there, though. It would have been better to, le- like, if I lived, like, four hours away in, like, South Florida, that would have been better. Go up for a few days and drive back for four hours and still be in Florida. That would have been a better scenario, wouldn't it? Yeah. Is the captain still, he's going to try to get me to move down there, he said? Uh, he's, he, he has no clue. He, it's, it's, don't, I, don't waste your time. He's clue. You messed him up, didn't you? Oh, with those texts? It's anything. He's very easy to get frazzled. Isn't yeah. He? Did he bring up any of our issues to uh, Darren in the pro shop about the caddying situation and things like that? No. Seventeen clubs was that mentioned at all? No, I don't think so. <laughs> start. He could start ruffle a lot of feathers. Oh, imagine these guys get play. banned for next year. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it this year, but it's going to be like a one year ban. <laughs> poor dick he doesn't have many years left you know well he said he's not gonna play because it wasn't worth it to get oh, chicken of the salad chi- for the oh dick was not happy with this lunch well, his brother kevin the one that had the 17 clubs they weren't happy i thought that chicken salad sandwich was fantastic i would have bought I, that in a restaurant i had egg salad it was very good egg salad sandwich that 1926 salad some pickles wasn't that a great spread? That was a great lunch what for more lunch? do you want like whenever they said grab and go i thought it was going to be in one of those boxes they had they those had in the... case you needed to take it with Oh, them. did we, they? We could have taken some to go back out on the course, which would have maybe been a good move. Because we played poorly in the afternoon both days, didn't we? Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with the egg salad sandwiches. No, I think it had to do with the front nine. Hitting ground balls on a short par three has nothing to do with overeating. With egg salad, no. Just poor swings. 
That front nine gets me. I can't play the front nine over there. We won it. We won or tied all our matches on the back nine, and we lost both matches on the front nine. Well, that tells you something, doesn't it, Pards? We're back nine players. Should we talk about that a little bit? The, yeah, the why not? Sure. That was a big, big lead up into it. How did you think it went? Better, worse than expectations? Just oh, much, much better, different. much better. Yeah, you. We were nervous that we could lose every point. Yeah, we just wanted to get on the board. And then once you got on the board, it's like, all right, let's get this, let's get this thing rolling. Because we won the first hole that we played, the, first, the first two, first holes. two. and it was downhill from there. But we that that was a good start. Starting out birdie par. Can't go wrong with that. And I think you I think you sold about eight of those stealth drivers to people we played against, too. You were talking that thing up to every opponent we had. That's a great club, isn't it? I love that. Did you go for the fitting today? No. You couldn't you couldn't make it happen. No. I mean, I think maybe once my lessons are done and I get or They'll never be done, but once I get better and I like what I'm seeing, then I'll go for another full fitting. There you go. Plus, oh, you know, goodness. Because if, if you went for the fitting, you were going to buy something. No doubt about it. If You're not going into a grocery store hungry and not walking out with something. That's a good point, yeah. I'm itching, though. I want to get back out there on the golf course. You want to play with Mary in the uh, Blanton Farmer game, don't you? <laughs> Blanton Farmer. I don't know. Is he a big money player or is it kind of a low-key game? It's probably low key. Well, you, you know so. your sister; she doesn't like to bet on the course. So, oh, I thought she was a big gambler. Oh, is Mary a she big gambler? She likes some juice. Yeah, she likes some juice going for these games. Oh, I didn't know that. The Blanton Farmer game. We played with some clowns, didn't we? Oh, real big goofballs. It was fun. Yeah, the the best thing was that we weren't any worse than them. They were hitting as many bad shots as we did over the. You know those those the last guy the brothers that we played last. Yeah. They didn't I I think you're right. They didn't like us. No, at the end of the day, I don't think they did. Because I think they wanted to talk a little when they when we started par par and yeah. they started calling us sandbaggers. Right. And then when they went birdie birdie, and then when we were turning, I asked him if they could turn their music off. The brother was he goes, Oh, you're one of those, aren't you? Like he didn't even know I was ribbing him. Yeah, that you were just kidding. Yeah. Like it was a complete joke after you just went birdie birdie to take two more points. Right. I said, you know what? Looking back, I, I actually do mind with the music. You mind turning that off? Oh, you're one of those. Like, I think they might just have been too far gone to even understand what the hell was going on. That's a good point. They just might have had too their, – their brains were a little wet. Because when, when we shook hands on 12 T-Box, that guy reeked. Yeah. Like, I think there's, I think there's just one – I think they're one of those guys where the alcohol's in them 24-7. It sounded like it. I mean, when you have a drink named after you at the bar and it's 100% vodka on ice. Just sipping. Could you imagine anything worse than sipping on vodka at 8 in the morning? No. I can't. I mean, even sometimes, you know, the 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 turn when people get, depending on who I'm playing with, if they get a thing of bloodies. Right. Even at 10.30 in the morning, it's just kind of like, yeah. No, no, if you need that. I mean... It, it it does all depend. Like a Bloody Mary in the morning isn't bad because you got you could kind of take it as some good calories with the tomato juice and all that good stuff. But I don't know. They yeah they were pretty good right at the beginning, weren't they? Yeah. You bailed me out on that hole, that first hole. I got intimidated by those guys, and I put it on like three streets over. <laughs> 
You told me it's hard to lose a ball out there, and I hit it over somebody's house on the 12th tee. It could have been a lot worse, though, after what you saw I went through on Tuesday in our first little practice. That was round. so bad. That little practice, that little nine hole or eight hole practice, you just completely hosel rocketed everything. Every single iron I hit. And the fact that you figured it out was amazing. I actually played pretty good at stretches. I didn't play over, I didn't play consistently good, but in stretches I played okay. Those greens are I was just starting to figure them out on the last nine holes. The greens. Like the the putting. I gave up on chipping. I went to the I went to your philosophy and just putted uh-huh. everything I could. And that seemed to work out. And then I was my lag putts were pretty solid. I was getting them. Yeah, you were lagging really well. I was getting them close, which helped a lot. But that nine holes that we played, neither of us shot that great on the nine, but we we were we were bipping and bopping. When you were down, I was in the hole. When I was out of the hole, you were in the hole. Just on a couple of those par threes, it pretty much just eight is where we really took a dump. And then yeah, nine when times. you hit it on the street, and then I hit mine on the driving range and yeah, that wasn't a good. My start ball's to that there. Match. We all know my ball's there. We just couldn't find it. Yeah, was not a good start to that match against the guy playing from the red tees that hits it two forty down the middle. That was pretty dumb, wasn't it? <laughs> We're bombing drives as as right. good as we could hit it, and he's ten yards by us on a ground ball off the tee. Has Rocky Top been in your head no, for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It is hard. When I went to that Florida Tennessee game, oh, it was it was like months. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was like two rows in front of us were all Vols fans. Oh, so they were just singing it the whole and time. And the band was down below us, so like every time they had a first down, you'd they'd do a quick one. Yeah. You got to teach your kids that song. That would be a good song to just put them to bed to. That's a good one. Yeah, I could do that. I didn't mind losing to those guys, the Tennessee guys. They were okay. They were consistent though. They didn't. They didn't poop at all. They're just this. Just that fifth hole where we won with a seven. No, we won with a. Did we win with a seven? Oh, a or six. six. Yeah, did we, we won. won yeah, I'm, don't take that double bogey away from me, parts. That's right. Well, well you we want to talk about like, the we defensive putting too. Oh, we were both like ten yards short of the green and two. They were try both to, in try the water. Try to four putt when you when when that's all you need. You almost that's it. harder than just two putting. That's true because you that's brrr, true. <laughs> thing was on a crown. We let that one slip away though. Even that match because we stormed back a little bit and then they, they we won two up. in a row because I won. I think I made a par on three, on four. Yeah. Right? Because I think you hit a ground ball. I made a, that's right, because I made a great two putt. Yeah. Because I was pin high and we had that miserable putt. It was, it was a two putt after a chip. Because he like, five, remember he five putted that green? The no, no, no. Guy? I'm talking about number four. Yeah. The par like, three. Yeah. He four putted it. He was on the green and one and he four putted for a five and you You're made right. a four. You're right. Yeah. We won two in a row to get back to even. Yeah. And then I left it in the bunker on on six. On six. And that's yep. when I that's when I threw No, that was that was the first match. I actually hit a good bunker shot, 
but I missed the putt, and they made a par, I think, on that hole. It was fun, though. I'm, I'm hope I hope you get in again because I'm dying to go back. That was a ton of fun. It was so much fun, wasn't it? It was ridiculous. I gotta see. Like about seriously, this. it's like going to camp. It's like you want to see these guys again, don't you? Yeah. David and Gerard hanging out with those Gerard, guys. You're gonna be playing golf in Massachusetts in a oh, few months. Oh, maybe he can invite me to his member guest at Great Horse. <laughs> playing the three day with him. Imagine if you got that awkward text, like, "Yeah, my buddy just bailed. Like, he can't come up. And do you want to play in this? Like, everything, all expenses are paid for. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'll make a, I'll make it happen, Gerard. I'll be there. Two, two member guests in like four months. That'd be fantastic. Anything else you want to talk about here? Should we take our first break? We can take our first break. All right. We'll be right back. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go? Jamaica, I'm the Florida Keys. There's a place called Kokomo. That's where you wanna go to get away from it all. Bodies in the sand, tropical drink melting in your hand. We'll be falling in love to the rhythm of a steel drum band. Down in Coca-Cola. All right, we are back from break, episode 414 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And as you could probably tell, I didn't have time to change the music from last week, but here we are, back at it in the studios, and we have some uh, some good stuff to talk about, don't we, this week? Yeah, we do. Because we actually met up on uh, on property, had a little detour. We were supposed to play golf at the Magnolia, and those plans fell through. We mm-hmm. don't really have to get into that too much, unless you want. I mean, you're you're free to bash people right now if you'd like. No, let's just keep this on a positive note. Keep it. It's just so much crap going on in the world. Let's let's try to be positive because this will be a positive episode. Otherwise, Correct. so we ended up canceling the Magnolia the day before because we didn't have our full force, and we didn't want to get paired with a couple bozos. And I'm sure those two bozos didn't want to get paired with. Us bozos. That's a good point. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good thing. But I had already changed my flight to MCO. And uh, you were going to meet me at the airport and pick me up. But you hit traffic for no reason. Just what? Champions Gate? Is that where it is? Champions Gate traffic parts. Just happens. It just happens. And you got stuck in it for a while. So I'm getting texts as I'm in the airport saying you might want to Uber up there. So I get off the plane, wait for my luggage call a lift they come up right away i get dropped off at the contemporary um and you're there waiting because you got there what about 20 minutes before me yeah 20 minutes or so but that would have been an extra 20 minutes to get to the airport 20 minutes back so it definitely wouldn't have worked out because we did have a reservation for lunch at uh at the contemporary at steakhouse 71 Mm -hmm. which was fantastic so that was great that we were able to nab that 1210 reservation I think we got there right at 1210. They they took the number. They texted us like instantly. I barely sat down and they texted us. 
and uh, we went right in. We got seated, and that was my first time being in there, and I love what they did with the place. Well, talk about the lobby, first of all. Oh, the lobby's great. I haven't been in the contemporary lobby in a while either, so just a lot of the stuff they did in there is so nice, the way they redid it with the murals and the artwork and the concept art. Like They really went all in on the old school aspect of it, which is kind of cool because it's the contemporary, so it's supposed to be modern and futuristic, but it's almost like it's a retro futuristic. It was the idea of the future from the 1970s, which isn't what it is now, but it's got that cool, you know, retro futuristic, like the Jetsons. Like, I think the Jetsons TV show takes place in 2020, I think. So that just tells you what people back in the 50s and 60s thought we'd be doing at this point. But uh, yeah, the contemporary, just the artwork in there, it's so clean, modern. Like you said, just the light fixtures in there are fantastic. So they beautiful. fit in so well. It's a, I can say that it's such a good renovation in there that you almost wouldn't know they changed it. You know, it, it just seems like it's always been that way, and it should have always been that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's all fresh and clean and and very nice. I mean, we didn't spend a ton of time in the lobby, but it was it was really nice. And I think I said to you as we were either walking in or walking out, like as much as I talk about not wanting to stay on Disney property and you know t- getting a house as a Verbo is a better deal and things like that, you walk into the lobby and you're like. I kind of want to stay here. Yeah. And every time I do that, like go to Wilderness Lodge, if I go to have dinner there or have a drink at Geyser Point, I'm like, I really want to stay here. It's just hard to justify what they ask for it, for what you get people in our budget range. I mean, even mm-hmm. you, when you go for your two or three day trips where you don't mind spending extra because you're going to spend all your time at the hotel, it's still hard to justify six, seven hundred dollars a night, which is what they're asking for these places. Which is probably one of the main reasons you haven't stayed at the Contemporary, and also the the room changes as well didn't help. I've you. had a couple opportunities, and I kind of wish that I pulled the trigger before they did the Incredibles yep. overlay. Yeah, because now you don't want to pay for that. No, no, I don't want to stay there. Yeah, but let's get back to to Steakhouse Seventy One. So this is your third time, first time mm-hmm. for lunch. It's my first time walking in even um, since they redid it. And I love the first thing I noticed was how nice the bar area is and how open really it nice. feels. They replaced a solid wall with a glass wall. So if you're sitting at the bar, you can see the whole restaurant. If you're sitting in the restaurant, you can see straight through to the bar. It makes it seem bigger and airier. It just Even looks so wide open. Even though it's still separated, like the noise doesn't penetrate through, but it's just, it looks so wide open. Because as you walk down that main hall, there's the, the, the area where the girls are seating you. Right. The host, and then yeah. they have, the, they still have those like three or four private rooms that has a TV and some chairs where you can mm-hmm. just have a cocktail and um, some little bites, some little plates. Yeah, in the bar. It's like yeah, a lounge it's, almost. Yeah. yeah, and then you got the bar, which is the same bar that they had when it was the wave, but that back wall, they just completely put windows in there, so it opened everything up. Yep. Such a small change made a huge difference. And then the inside, it's it's a lot brighter. It's not as dark as the wave was, and I think that's part to do with that 
that glass being there, but also with the color scheme and everything. And they had some nice abstract murals on the wall, one that looked like uh, the castle, one that looked like Tomorrowland that I noticed that was right near where we were sitting. Um, it was nice. It, it wasn't... The tables were spaced out nicely. I didn't feel like we were on top of anybody. No, no, but they were spread out nicely. It's still a nice big restaurant, though. There, there are a lot of people in there. It's not like... It's 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 not a tiny restaurant. It wasn't super loud either, though. I feel like it was it was still a lot of action, but it wasn't like loud where you couldn't talk to each other, which was nice. Those are my my first impressions of it. What uh what were your first impressions, or I guess third impressions? Did you the first time you saw the change, you had similar thoughts? I think. I what just. Was your, I like the artwork in there. Yeah. Yeah, even that when you're walking in, like all the concept art and the photographs of uh, Walt and, you know, the construction of the Magic Kingdom. Some great stuff in there. But I just I just love how the space is the same. They basically use it the same way, but it's just so different. It feels like a brand new brand new place. Cuz it could they could have easily just Change the name and change the menu and called it Steakhouse Seventy One and just put a little a bandaid on. No, they did a great job and it was quick too. They weren't closed for that yeah, long, just a couple months. But um, yeah, the, he, he, I was afraid when they announced it and what they were going to do that they were just going to basically change the menu and change the name of the place. But they did a really nice job. I'm impressed with it. Even seeing pictures or videos doesn't quite do it justice no. until you go in there yourself. Now, should we talk about the uh, the important thing, what we ordered and what we had? Yeah, why don't you just pull up the menu real quick? All right, let me uh, let me pull up the menu. Of course, I don't have it have it up, but I can get that quickly. Mm. So we have the Steakhouse seventy one lunch menu. See what we have over here. I mean, there's a lot of options. That's that's the one thing that really uh, drew me to the lunch, even over the dinner, is the uh, more options for for entrees. Where the dinner is is just a lot of steaks, which is good. Don't get me wrong, but I just love the sandwiches and the different options we have. But for appetizers, you can get the uh, French onion soup, which we will talk about. The baby iceberg wedge salad, which we will also talk about. They have a Caesar salad. The Steakhouse 71 onion rings, which you've heard are fantastic, right? Yes, I have. Lots of good things I've heard about those. They have a shrimp cocktail. The sea salt dusted potato brioche. That's that bread service you were talking about, Correct. right? So that's actually on the menu. I didn't even realize that when we were there. And the uh, famous bacon and eggs, which our, our waiter, Edgar, said that the uh, the bacon and eggs were so popular that that's the only menu item that they brought over from the wave. So it's the uh, maple lacquered pork belly, smoked cheese grits, and the perfect egg. That's something that you've had before, correct? Yes, a number of times. Wait. Yes. And it's it's worth the hype, isn't it? Yes. I can't say I regret not getting it because of what I had for an appetizer was so good, but 
that's something that uh, maybe the next time I will have to try. For entrees, they have crab cake sliders, which is probably really good. It comes with those uh, Parmesan fries, crab cakes, Old Bay remoulade, tomato pickled slaw on a brioche bun, a prime rib sandwich, which mm-hmm. also sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Shave prime rib, caramelized onions, herb aioli, provolone cheese, arugula, horseradish cream served with the wedge salad, parmesan fries, or pasta salad. The Steakhouse 71 Stack Burger, which is, again, Edgar said that's like their signature item. That that would be the best burger on property, he thinks. Which is saying something, because he definitely, he wasn't talking everything up. Because no, he, he really was to talk you out of your, your entree to some degree. But he was, uh, it seemed like he was very honest about it. So that's a signature beef blend, American cheese, lemon aioli, red onion, house-made pickles on a brioche bun. Again, served with either the salad, the fries, or the pasta salad. A turkey club, which actually sounds really good. Really does. When when there were plans in place of me meeting you at the golf course after a lunch. That was was what you wanted, huh? Because that would travel the best. I can't, I don't think the Salisbury steak would travel too well to the golf course but a turkey club oven roasted turkey applewood smoked bacon lemon aioli lettuce tomato served on uh, bread with a choice of salad parmesan fries or pasta salad again even a fish sandwich which sounds so simple but i bet that's very good yep hand breaded fish old bay remoulade lettuce tomato house-made pickles on a brioche bun the gourmet grilled cheese, which you said you had leftover mm-hmm. and it blew your mind, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Imagine how good that would be fresh. Ugh. We have the uh, the steak frites, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. The vegetable Wellington, which actually for the the, uh, the vegan. vegetarian option sounds yeah, pretty good. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mushroom duck cell, fire roasted artichokes wrapped in puff pastry, romesco, and Brussels sprouts. And then the Salisbury steak, which we'll get to as well. Um, the desserts, we did not have... I would have loved to try the dessert, especially that that Steakhouse seventy one chocolate. Yeah, fifteen layer chocolate cake. But I was so full. I I mean, we drove. How long did it take us to get to your golf course? About two hours. Yeah, just under. Yep. I was still full when we got to the golf course, like three hours after we ate. Steakhouse seventy one chocolate cake, layers of whiskey infused chocolate cake, chocolate mousse, and raspberries. There's ambrosia, which is a coconut chiffon cake, mandarin curd, and compressed pineapple. That's a very 1970s. And they're playing at the Flower and Garden uh, Festival, too. Oh, you think they'll serve them that? I don't know. Creme brulee and an apple tart to 10, which sounds... All the desserts actually sound good. Yeah. A nice apple tart, like caramelized Granny Smith apples. Ooh, that sounds good. And then, of course, a full bar, which we took advantage of. So let's talk about uh, what we ordered. We started before we off. Get, before oh, we talk ahead. about what we ordered, yeah. tell me if you agree with me on this menu. There's four or five appetizers that you want. There's four or five entrees that you want and a few desserts that you want. It's the only yeah. restaurant where that's the case. I agree with that because most of the sit-downs, the single credits have like maybe five entrees total and like three of them are, are things you don't really care to try. And there's two good ones. Like Grand Floridian Cafe has a bigger menu, but there's probably still only four things that I'd want right, to try on their exactly. lunch menu. 
Um, yeah, I mean, the appetizers are ridiculous. Every single appetizer, if you told me that was the only option, I'd be fine with it because they like, all Like, in all seriousness, so if we just sat there and said, have the chef put together something, I would yeah. I would just sit there and just smile. Yeah, I guess you could do that next time. Next time you go, just say, you know, Thank chef's you. choice. Chef's choice. I'll take whatever. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to try the onion rings. I'd love to try that. Even the bread sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Sea salt dusted potato brioche with a roasted garlic tomato spread. That bacon and eggs, as you've talked about, is good. Oh, so- Both things we had were fantastic. Couldn't yep. go wrong with that. I'm sure the Caesar salad is as good as the salad you had, just a different style of salad. And can't really go wrong with a shrimp cocktail either. I mean, all winners in my book. Should we talk about those Bloody Marys that we had? Yeah. So I, I decided since I was on vacation, I wanted to order a Bloody Mary. Like we kind of, you and I, and even my old man kind of have a tradition of getting Bloody Marys at Disney. That is correct. That's really the only time you get one, I imagine, right? You don't go. Yeah, I get one at the golf course if all the other guys are doing it. But oh, okay. other than that, yeah, I don't. Yeah. This was very good. Now, I remember uh, you said the one at the Wave was the best one you ever had, wasn't that? No, it was so good. It was spicy. It was fantastic. How did this one stack up to it? Was it Right similar? up there. Yeah. 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 yeah, this was very good. This was maybe the best one I've had at Disney. It was, it was just the right amount. It was peppery and horseradish, a lot of that, and then it had the Tabasco flavor in there. The spiced rim was fantastic. But you didn't lose out on the the tomato flavor right. of the actual Bloody Mary mix. And they even said it's a, it's a house-made mix, which a lot of places use like a pre-made Bloody Mary mix, but they make it in-house there, which makes all the difference, I think. It was very good. And I think it was $14. So that's right on par with what a mixed drink is. I don't think that's terrible, do you? That's on par. That's what they are. I mean, that's what you're going to pay for a cocktail at Walt Disney World, 12 to $15. So... That's right in line. It wasn't an obnoxious, stupid one that had like chicken fingers and onion rings and pieces of steak sticking out of it, like the the ones you had at uh, Finn's. Was that the Finn's bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I say obnoxious because like some of the places do it to be over the top, but those brunch ones, those are pretty cool. I like the ones that you, that they had over there for the time. I mean, what's what's better than a nice shoeless fillet with a Bloody Mary? That's true. But this was just simple, just had the yeah, olives yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, very good, though. I went for the French onion soup because I have to get it. If it's on the menu somewhere, I have to get French onion soup. And I think that French onion soup changed my life. That might be the best one I've ever had. I've always said there were two that were in my head as the best ones I've ever had before. And one, those was are... a, one was a place in Newport that I went to probably 10 years ago, actually longer than that, maybe 12 years ago. I don't even remember the name of the restaurant. I remember I got the French onion soup and it was so good. And I asked them, I said, why is this so good? And they said, they use, they use veal bones. They don't even use beef bones. They use veal bones at this place Hmm. to make the broth. And uh, it was, that was up there. And then the Shula's was up there. And this Mm -hmm. one, if not better, it's right up there with those two. Now, you and I, we're the kind of people that think about French onion soup when we're sleeping. 
Right. You know, just walking down the street, we're thinking about it. Like, I mean, you like, and I have them as diffusers in our bedrooms when we go to bed. <laughs> yeah, the, we put the Yankee Candle French onion soup. We light diffuser. It. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. If if we were in charge of coming up with scents for Yankee Candles, that place would have been out of business thirty five. Could years you imagine ago. some of the scents we'd have? French <laughs> onion soup diffuser. <laughs> they uh. It was so good, though. Like, that's something that will get me to go back to a restaurant if it's good French onion soup. What was your favorite part of it? The broth. It was the broth. The broth was phenomenal. It was like, just put it in a glass. Like, you could ask for it to go, couldn't you? And just drink that on the way back to Sarasota. Yeah, like in a Dunkin' Donuts hot cup. Yeah. And just have a couple sips of that. So speaking of uh, member guests, I just remember caddying as a kid at Agawam. The member member always was in the fall. So the member guest was in the summer. It was hot. The member member was in the fall. Yeah, I think it was. It was toward the end of season. You're right. And they and they had, uh, as you were making the turn, they had like a little food booth set up. Don't tell me. And they had drinks. And they would always have a thing like, you know where you put like the big, the big things? You know how they had the coffee at Sarah Bay for the breakfast and one of those big things? Mm-hmm. They had one of uh, beef consomme. Oh, so I used was, to get that at Hendrickson. It was just beef broth. So you could get like a coffee cup of beef broth, and it was so good. And this reminded me of that, just the way it tastes like. just the. So what, you got two bags, and then you're holding a cup of beef broth? I'm holding a cup of beef broth crossing the street, yeah. That's beautiful, isn't it? What's better than that? I used to look forward to that beef broth all year. Um, But yeah, this, like, I'm messed up on this onion soup. I need to go back just for the onion soup. Like that that would get me. That's why one of the reasons why I love Grand Floridian Cafe so much is because their mm-hmm. onion soup is very good. But this is better. So I would put Steakhouse 71 above Grand Floridian Cafe, if nothing else, because of the French onion soup. I, That's I enough agree. to move it up. Oh, I totally agree. And I still love Grand Floridian Cafe, don't get me wrong, but man, that soup messed me up. Now you got to try a couple couple bites of it. We had uh, brought out a your own spoon and you tried it. Yeah, and you like you started laughing. Well, I mean the broth was phenomenal, as was the cheese. Yeah, we mentioned that the cheese somehow was like stringy and soft and hot, but it wasn't like you. It wasn't endless. You know how sometimes you get yeah, the, it goes up to the ceiling. And you can't get it to break off. This, if you like, just put it through, it would come off, and you could have a bite of it, like a normal, you know, bite of soup. Yeah, I would. That was so good. That was definitely the star of the show for me. You went with that baby iceberg wedge salad. It's been you... on my mind ever since that place opened. So you kind of got you changed your plan because you were going to do the soup, mm-hmm. and then. He told you that the serving size was a little smaller on the Salisbury steak, which I don't know. So I had to I had to completely I had to call a quick timeout. You had a twenty second timeout, drew up a play, and you decided that you were gonna get a little more you get more filling from a salad. Yep. Which is a good move. So you ordered that baby iceberg wedge salad. Now was that a presentation or what? Oh, it came out with three huge chunks of the of the iceberg. Mm Mm-hmm. All the fresh toppings, pickled onions, egg, bacon, uh, tomatoes, blue cheese dressing. Yeah, little cherry tomatoes. And you tried it, too, and we both agreed that blue cheese was not overpowering at all. 
No, because the dressing, it was a house-made blue cheese dressing, but there were some fresh blue cheese crumbles on there that gave you that pop of the blue cheese flavor, but the dressing was very mild. Mm-hmm. But it let the flavors of everything else stand out. Because if you put a real strong blue cheese dressing on that, That's you're going to overpower the tomatoes. You're going to overpower the onions. You're not going to taste the bacon or the eggs. Like, you could taste every ingredient in every bite. And the dressing just complemented it. It was very good. Oh, it was so good. And a very generous portion, I would say. Mm-hmm. For $11? For, yeah, was, for 11 or whatever. $11? Like, that's easily... If you if we were light eaters, that could be your entree. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, you could just do like the French onion soup and that, and you're f- happy. Yeah. I mean, that might actually be the play if you're running around the park, don't you think? Very light. Get a little quick refresh. Nice salad. Yeah, that would be a good move. But all those, all the options for the uh, the appetizers are very good. I was I was very tempted, and I I didn't ask you because I knew you'd say yes if you wanted to like share the onion rings too. I was tempted to order the onion rings to share. And go we could have done appetizer. that. We could have done the uh, pork belly. We could have done a million different things. Well, we could have ordered one of everything on the menu. I would have been happy to try it all, but I don't think I wanted to pay for it all. Yeah, that's true. That's the only problem. Like, I'm not cheap like you, but I don't want to see it go to waste. <laughs> no, I'm saying not not saying that you're cheap. I'm saying I'm like you. I'm not cheap when it comes to food. Like, I don't oh, mind correct. spending the money, but I don't want to buy six entrees just to try two bites of each. That's where I, I feel like I don't want to spend. Oh, that would have went in boxes and we would have just snacked on them the rest of the night. That's true. I guess we can move on to the entrees. I already said what you got. You ended up with the Salisbury steak. And ever since they announced this place and you saw the menu, that like was in neon flashing lights for you, wasn't it? Oh my god. Tell me about first of all what made you want to have it and what you thought of it. Because like I've said, I want to know what restaurant quality Salisbury steak tastes like. Because you can't find it on a menu anywhere. Nowhere. This might be the only place in America that has Salisbury steak on the menu right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I'm speaking in hyperbole, but for the most part, there's not many good restaurants that you're going to see a Salisbury steak. Correct. And you know, based on what you've had for breakfast there and how good it was, you knew this was going to be prepared exceptionally. Mm-hmm. Were you disappointed in it? Was it what you expected? You didn't really know what to expect, did you? It was more than I expected because like the onion soup, mm-hmm. I think the hit of the dish was the gravy. Right. The brown gravy was just perfect. The perfect consistency, great flavor, not too much salt. Right. Um, the it mashed has to potatoes, be, like I told you, Kristen likes hers lumpier. I like mine soupy, like instant mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And this was the perfect combination of both. It had little lumps in it, but it was nice and velvet smooth. Great taste. Oh. Yeah, it was very good. I mean, I tried a bite of it, and it was a familiar taste, but it was also something that you'd never really had before. Like, they tapped into something really good there. So it's a very good menu item. It's heavy, though. I wouldn't want to go for lunch and go back to Magic Kingdom and start doing roller coasters right after eating that. And the meat was delicious. It was perfect. It wasn't it? Because how do you get just like a ball of ground beef to not dry out or right. have no... Like, it, they must have seasoned the hell out of that before they mix it all up. Because it every, like, 
not just the outside was flavored, the inside was flavored really well too. Right. Because some, you know, normally you get something like that, you got to smother it in gravy and you got to like dip each bite in a ton of gravy just to give it some flavor. Those pieces of Salisbury steak would have been perfect without any gravy. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the gravy was fantastic, but the Salisbury steak on its own had enough flavor to stand up, which is a great thing. And our, our waiter did kind of say it was a smaller portion, but I don't agree with that. After no, because it had a nice up. little veggie as well. Yeah, the fried shallots on top, and it had the uh, two big pieces of Salisbury steak and a ton of potatoes. I mean, that's a filling dish. Yeah. Especially after a salad. I guess if you only got that and you didn't get an appetizer, maybe you would have been not completely full, but I feel like that was a big portion. Oh, yeah. Anything else you want to about that? I, I mean, I thought it was really good for the bite I had. No, let's move on to your entree. I guess the question before I do is, would you order that again? Is was it oh, good no enough? No doubt about it. The only problem is, is that there's just so many things I want to try. I was gonna say, so there's a lot of other options. Like sometimes there's things that you try, and it's like I don't care how good anything else is, I want to have this again. Right. Like the onion soup here, for instance. Like as much as I want to try the other appetizers, I could not go to Steakhouse Seventy One and not get the onion soup again. Mm-hmm. It was that good. But I could go. As much as I did like my entree, which I got the steak frites, mm-hmm. the hanger steak with garlic parmesan waffle fries with the chimichurri and a truffle aioli for the fries. Yep. It was very good. And as much as I liked it, I could move on to another entree the next time I go there. I'll try something different. If you told me I had to get it again, I'd be perfectly happy. It'd be fine. It'd be very good. Um, the steak I asked for medium rare. It came out rare, which was okay. Um I was just watching the video that we took, and even on the video, it looks super, super like purple red. Oh, in does the video. it? Yeah, the the video makes it look very rare. It wasn't quite as bad as the video makes it look, but I mean, you saw it, you tried it. That was more on the rare side, wasn't it? Oh, no doubt. Yep. Which is fine. I usually order medium rare because you just never know. Um, but I don't mind if it's a little under that. So I was happy with it. My only uh, criticism, which is a small mm-hmm. one, is that they could have put a little more chimichurri. Like, it was kind of just a drizzle of it. But the steak was seasoned very well. If it came with no chimichurri, I still would have mm-hmm. been happy. I just really like chimichurri, so I would've, wouldn't have mind having a lot more of it, even some to dip it in or extra to pour on. Um, the fries were stupid good. They were really good, yeah. And I, I, I could care less about fries. I, I like fries a lot, and waffle fries I do enjoy. But those can be hit or miss. Like you said, they were not sitting around. They made them fresh. They were still crispy and hot. They weren't soggy or even getting cold. Seasoned really well, that garlic parmesan. And then that truffle aioli that they came with was just so good. Like, that would be good on anything, that truffle aioli sauce. What did you think of the steak? I, I gave you a piece of it. What was your thought? I thought it was it? delicious. I like mine. I think I like mine rare more than you do. Yeah. But it was cooked just how you like it, basically. Yes. And it was very tender. A lot of times those hanger steaks, they can be a little tough. But I, I thought it was very tender. Um, It cut easily. No problem chewing it. 
it wasn't gristly or fatty. You know, I ate every last bit. There was no no parts I had to cut off and push to the side or anything like that. I guess I would just say the biggest thing would be a little more chimichurri, and I'm sure I could have asked for like a side of it. I just mm-hmm. didn't didn't bother, but it was uh, it was very good. I would get that again for sure. But like you said, um, I'd be I'd be dying to try something different the next time I go. What do you think you'll go with the next time? I think I got to do the burger the next time. That thing's good. I bet it's similar to what they used to have at the wave. Yeah. Like that that dirter just sounds so good. And the nice thing about this place is I could get I could definitely convince Sarah to go because they got that grilled cheese. They got a fish sandwich. She actually likes a fish sandwich. Uh-huh. Like she if we ever get McDonald's, she gets the filet of fish, uh-huh. which is a crazy move to me, but she likes it. Um, even a crab cake she would eat. So there's a lot on this menu that she would like. The salad, and we over we saw that we we were just peeking at the kids menu. Not that they have a separate, not that we got the kids menu, but we were watching that table where they were bringing over that mac and cheese that looked like it was freshly made. Yeah, the girls wasn't that bright orange cheese. It was that nice. Oh, I'm looking to see. They don't show the. uh... Doesn't look like they show the kids menu here. Seeing if it's on the the dinner menu. No, they don't have it. I'm looking at all ears. They don't have it separate. But yeah, I mean it's it's very good. I would go back in a heartbeat and uh definitely try it try other things now here's something i never i never really looked at have you seen this where um there's a couple different options on the uh lounge menu the lounge menu for steakhouse 71 so if you're sitting at the bar they have a loaded mac and cheese with applewood smoked bacon and jalapenos that you can order uh they have the onion rings they have the crab cakes they have the bacon and eggs they have the stack burger but then they have a peanut butter and jelly chicken wing, which is has a sweet peanut glaze and jelly powder on it. You know what's interesting? I did watch a YouTube on that, and it actually yeah. looked pretty good. I think I would like that. I, I wouldn't mind trying that. But it's just, it's interesting, and I actually like it. I don't mind that they have some unique options just for the lounge. Like, usually it's a, a watered-down menu from the restaurant mm-hmm. that you can get at the lounge, and... Obviously, there's not everything's on there, but there's a couple unique options just for the lounge, which I find really cool. So I think that's a good thing. I don't. You have any other thoughts here? I mean, which which entree? I know you only had a little bite of mine, but if you had to pick between those two, the next time, would you stick with the the Salisbury steak, or would you go with what I got? I think I'd go with the hanger steak this time and get the yeah. petite wedge instead yeah. of the wing or instead of the fries. Oh, with that one, yeah. Yep. That's not that a bad option. A perfect combination. Yeah. See, I love the fries, so that's something I would probably want to get an option with the fries. But um, yeah, I think I'd go with probably the burger next. Between the two, I'd probably stick with the hanger steak because I do like, I'd rather have like a, a regular steak than the. In the Salisbury, but the Salisbury steak was very good, I have to say. It was very good. I don't know. Overall, I mean, we kind of talked about it in our YouTube video, which will be up soon. 
Um, if you go to youtube.com, search for WDW Beyond the Gates, we have our full review. And you could see what we're talking about and, and get a better idea of what the meals look like and everything. So check it out there. It'll be up probably this week, I would think. Yes, it will be. Yes, you're finished. You're sending it over to me. Yes, yeah. I'll send it over soon. And then you can uh, do all the finishing touches on it. That's the and best one of the day, by the way. Pierce. I believe that. But I think you said in the review, and you're more of an expert on this than me, is this the best single credit restaurant on property right now? I, I don't know. We I actually put it out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we have 66.7% of the Steakhouse 71. That's the best? Now we have Were there tie- other options? Or was it so like I put, yes so or no? I put... I put Three of my favorites, and then I put yeah. one of the biggest cheerleaders. So I had Grand Floridian Cafe, Chefs de France, Steakhouse 71, and Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Mm-hmm. And Art Smith got shut out. And then Grand Floridian Cafe and Chefs de France checked in at 16.7%. So the okay. overwhelming leader in the clubhouse was Steakhouse 71. Oh, I believe it. I mean, all those places, in my opinion, are very good. And you can't go wrong with any of them. I just wonder if there's other, you know, other ones that we're that we have missing the boat on. Checked like, out in a while, right? Like even Kona, we were talking about that a couple weeks ago, about how good the lunch menu looks at Kona, and neither of us have been there in forever. So that's one that might need to check out soon, and we'll see. I mean, but can't really go wrong with any of those. You like doing dining reviews, don't you? I do. That was fun. That was enjoyable, wasn't it? Plus, we got to eat some dirty, dirty, good filth. That wasn't a good, that was that was a nice meal, though. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't dirty. It was good. No, not dirty at all. Dirty in a good way. But it was laid back. We I didn't feel rushed at all. Sometimes. I love that, don't you? Sometimes in the parks you feel rushed. Oh, there's nothing worse when they're trying to turn tables, right? Or when they're bringing all your stuff out at once. That irritates me. Yeah, I don't like that. But he was not. He he paced it out good. He came. He talked to us for a while because you even asked him about dinner, and he basically gave a whole rundown of his favorite things on the menu at dinner. He talked up that prime rib at dinner, didn't he? Yeah, and that messed me up because I love prime rib, but I never get it out. He told us he could get us in at dinner that night if we wanted to come back. He did. He was our hookup, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and we thought long and hard, didn't we? Right. We had. We could have just hung out in the lobby for like three hours and then went back for dinner there. Taking naps on those cushy couches down there? That's true. Walk around the Grand Canyon Concourse for a little bit. Wouldn't have been the worst way. Probably better no. than what ended up happening at Sarah Bay later that day, but for me. I needed that, though. I needed that. You needed to get to those shanks out. out of your system, I needed to get you? them out of the system. Yeah, that was absolutely a necessary eight holes. I needed that. Anyway, is there anything else you want to add here, or should we take our second break? Uh, we can take our second break. All right, we'll be right back. Dream come true with just that spark from me and you. Amen. 
One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. Right at the start of everything that's new. One little spark lights up for you. All right, we are back from break episode number 414 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked about our lunch at Steakhouse 71. A nice review. Only our podcast could do like an hour on lunch. An hour? On one lunch. I mean, we had a couple other nonsense mixed in, but overall. I mean, very informative, though, don't you think? I, think I mean, that's a, a damn good, good dining review, as far I as I'm concerned. It's a very good dining review. But I, I would, I mean, the biggest thing for me is that I would go back the next time on property. Because there's tons of places that I haven't tried that I'm dying to try. But this is a place that, like, I want to take Sarah and have her go there for lunch. Because it was that good. It's good. So, you know, that that's a good thing. Because usually, you know, there's one or two that you want to hit up again. But... I like to try different places that I haven't been. Like I'm dying to do Il Molino still, places yeah. like that. But I think this one's going to be in the rotation for now until it until it proves me wrong. You yeah, know it's hard I mean? to keep it out of the rotation. It's just so simple. It's very simple, but it's good. But it's got something for everybody. This is a place Frank would love. Oh, he would love it. Nothing pretentious or, you know, like he thought he wasn't going to like Grand Floridian Cafe and that's his favorite place. Right. But I think this is right up there with it. Same style of stuff. Same good quality. Just I think it's just a little better right now. And that's not to say the Grand Florida Cafe is bad. It's just I prefer this. I like the menu a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And the French onion soup is so good. Which, by the way, last time we looked, wasn't even on the Grand Floridian Cafe menu anymore. Yeah, we didn't see it. It was like seasonal soup. Yeah. So that's an alarming trend anyway. But I don't have anything else to add except to, again, reiterate to uh, check out the YouTube page, youtube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates and then watch the video on this review. If you liked what we were talking about, you can get kind of a behind-the-scenes view or right-at-the-scene view of everything we just discussed. You can get our instant opinions right after our meal, what we thought about it. Um, you have a couple other videos. I know we did a nice little... Uh, we did a second video at the Contemporary that you're, you're excited about. I think is a good video. Yeah, it is. It's going to be good. I know. We won't spoil it, but that no, should be won't. coming out relatively soon as well. And then you got a bunch of other stuff that you've been uh, working on. So we got to crank some of these things out here. I'm excited. I'm reinvigorated being on property for the It, four it hours. does that to you, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And now I'm now I'm planning a trip for the summer. I'm excited to go back. See what happens. Maybe even staying, quote unquote, on property or close to property, <laughs> as close as you can get and not be on property. Right. We'll see what happens. A lot of balls in the air, but I did book flights because I was afraid of the uh, prices of flights going way up with the gas prices. So, so they have a pretty good uh, cancellation process, progress, or pro- process. Um, you know what I'm trying to say. Well, Southwest is always good. You could not, you can cancel and rebook your flights. Um, basically, what you have to do is you have to fly within a year of when you booked it. So if I booked them the other day. So if I cancel it, 
I have to use those credits by March of next year. So I got basically okay. a full year. So I'll be able to, if we do have to cancel it or change it, I'll be able to use it. But we're definitely going to do something this summer, so they won't go to waste. Anyway, I have nothing else to add here. Do you, Pards? I do not. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, you know where to find us at WDWBTG.com. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at WDWBTG. Like I said, YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Download us wherever you find your podcast. Leave us reviews and ratings at those places. And uh, I think that's going to do it for episode number 414 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-U.